Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with D's, episode 103. I am your host, D's, with me as always, Dylan. And yeah, we're a uh, few days late and uh, several dollars short, but hey, here we are. You're not going to uh, post this one on like <clears throat> Monday night, are you? I'll try and get this one done today there, okay. sir. Just saying. Yeah, I get a little lackadaisical. Anyway, here we are. Uh, <clears throat> got quite a bit to cover. Obviously, the week that was in the NFL, the college football, uh, just some news and notes around the NFL, and and we'll talk about the upcoming week. So let's just go ahead and kick it off with the uh, NFL, and of course, as always, going to lead it off with our uh, beloved Pittsburgh Steelers, as they stayed home to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, yeah. Is is this real life? Um, not what I expected. No, definitely not. I'm super happy about it, but right. <clears throat> literally, I mean, we're going into that game already without TJ Watt, and on top of it, our top three corners, Witherspoon, Cam Sutton, and uh, Levi Wallace, out. Minka Fitzpatrick, out. Demarvin Leal, out. No, there's another one. Maybe not. Mm. Either way, basically half our fucking defense is out against Tampa, who is starting, who who is now healthy at the wide receiver position, with the exception of Julio Jones, but still got Chris Evans, Chris Evans, Mike Godwin, um, Leonard Fournette, all that stuff. It didn't bode well. Mike Evans, Chris Evans, yeah, Captain America. Yeah, um, it, it didn't bode well. Um, Again, I had absolutely zero faith. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I went and, went and watched the game with my brother, and he goes, yeah, you want to come over and watch the first half? I'm like, yeah, totally. It'll be fun. Let's get food. And, and, and given what had happened the week before, the worst Steeler loss since 1989, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, just didn't really uh, expect anything. Kenny Pickett making his first home start comes out and does something that we have not seen in fucking what a year and a half. And that is opening drive touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. And then at the same time though, it's about, Oh yeah. We're going to need those every single time we touch the ball. Right. Cause Tom is going to fucking march down the field on Josh Jackson and other people that I've never heard of. And we get a stop. 
sort of. I think I think they got a, no. I think we stopped them on the first drive, hmm. and then apparently uh, the traffic cleared up, and Matt Canada assumed his post, calling the plays <laughs> because it, it we never saw really anything like that first drive for the next two and a half quarters. Uh, so we would stall out, and Tampa would go down and get a field goal. We stall out. Tampa goes down, gets a field goal, seven six. And then it was, I think, then we did actually manage a field goal to 10-6, and then it was 10-9, then it was 12-9, right? Thir- no, no, we, thir- 13, yeah, 13 to 13 to 9, 13 to 12, just ugly. And then in the second half, and, and meanwhile, this whole time, even though we, n- we never relinquished the lead, the whole time I'm thinking, that, yeah. It's just going to lull me into a little bit of confidence, and it's it's over. Defense playing great. Um, a lot of bend, don't break. Mm-hmm. But those guys that we hadn't heard of playing corners, and Arthur Mollett was fabulous. Um, but like Josh Jackson, and I, I honestly can't even think of the other guy's name, but um, just doing a tremendous job. And more importantly than that, we were getting pressure on yeah. Brady without TJ Watt. Um, Alex Heisman still leads the league in sacks. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I did not buy, I believe half a sack. I think he's got six and a half and the next guy's got six. That's very surprising. Yeah. Considering he got four in week one. Right. Um, but we were getting pressure so much. So it, that uh, everybody saw it. Tom Brady went absolutely ape shit on his offensive line uh, after taking a big sack shortly before halftime. So we go into the half, I believe it was 10. Was it 10-9 at that point or 10-6? No. Oh, oh. Either way, it was 10-something. I don't think we had gotten to 13 yet. I don't think so. Or maybe it was 13-9. Either way, we had a small lead that I had zero confidence was going to hold up. Uh, we come out early in the third quarter, and Kenny Pickett gets – it didn't look like that bad of a hit. I mean, he got a pretty good shot, but I'm talking about like when he went down on his back, yeah. I, I watched it in slow motion. I can't even tell you how many times it doesn't look like his head hits the ground that hard, but after the whole Tua thing, they weren't taking any chances. And, uh, basically, I mean, you already knew when he was going out that as soon as he went to the locker room, like there's whether he passes it or not, he's not coming back. Uh, yeah. On the field. I, I, I even said that too, when I was watching the game that there's no, he's done. He's so done. here comes Mitchell J Trubisky. And again, I say J, I don't know if that's even his middle initial, but kiss and titties Mitch. So, uh, he comes in and basically for the first couple of drives looked like the guy that we benched. Like yeah. just, I think he took a sack on his first play. Uh, he looked timid. He looked like he was just trying to find checkdowns. And at that point, I, I think I even told Nicole, "There's fucking zero chance we win this game now." Yeah. Especially with you know the way Canada calls it and the way Mitch plays it, it we're fine. Naj, Naj couldn't really get anything going. Jalen Warren, um, I was under the impression because all the analysts said that Jalen Warren was going to get more touches. So I started him in like three of my fantasy leagues. 
Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> Even when he did get in there, he didn't do much. Uh, so the running game was pretty much nil. By the way, that br- blew Hunter's mind when he saw that you started both Steeler running backs in our league. He goes, why the fuck is he starting both of them? Uh, One, I didn't have anybody else. Oh, that's a good reason. A- and as far as the waiver wire, there was just nothing there. And okay. I thought, eh, at least I can get all the production that, that we might muster. Um, I think I had... DeAndre Swift, who was out. Yeah, they had a bye. And then I had, uh, well, he was out anyway. Oh, yeah, oh, they did right. have a bye. But yeah, he's yeah. been out for the last couple of weeks. And then uh, I, the other running back I had, I can't remember who it was, but was also on a bye. Mm. So I literally was like, and there were the scrap heap of the waiver wire. There was just nothing I saw there that was going to get more than two or three touches. And again, all the Pittsburgh media and everybody was saying, oh, Jalen Tomlin likes Jalen Warren, blah, blah, blah. I thought, okay, maybe he's going to get 15 touches. No, he didn't. He only saw, I think, 22 snaps, and yeah, not none of them were pretty. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, like I said, that, that wasn't going anywhere. Mitch didn't look very good. And, again, it was a battle of field goals. And then Mitch Trubisky caught a serious case of the fuckets. Yeah. He started – Actually trying to win a fucking football game. And welcome to the 2023-2022-23 season, Chase Claypool. Yeah. Because he made some monster catches for Mitch. A couple to one on the scramble, the diving, like, backwards fucking third down grab. Awesome. Um, And then the wherewithal for him to get them to the line of scrimmage. Because it was... I mean, I think 100% he caught it, but it was enough to look at it. Sure. And the way refs have been this year, or any year for that matter, don't take the chance. So Mitch gets him up there. Tampa's fucking scrambling, trying to get people off. Quick snap. There's 12 men on the field, so it's a free play. And Connor Hayward gets our longest completion of the season of like 45 yards. Great heads-up play by Mitch to recognize it, get it downfield. And then, again, on, I believe it was a third down, big throws in three three defenders in the area. And it was a fucking dart right on target for Chase Claypool in the touchdown. Um, and that's that's a throw that he wasn't willing to make in those first few weeks of the season. And I think that's what got him benched. Right. Uh, he just wasn't willing to take that risk. And I think we've got the playmakers. Give him a chance, especially a guy like Chase Claypool. Like, yeah. Uh, he has un- underachieved bigger than shit these last couple of years, but God, 6'4", 230, let the man make a play. And he did. And uh, so we got the touchdown, and I thought, hey, <laughs> we we have a chance, but it's still Tom Brady, and there's like nine minutes left, I think it was, nine or ten minutes. I was like, no doubt in my mind Brady was going to take him right down and score a touchdown. Yeah. And then they come back from commercial, getting ready to kick off. Renegades playing. One thousand percent convinced at this point that they are going to drive down and take a touch and get a touchdown, yeah. um, for the simple fact that that makeshift patchwork defense had played their asses off all game long, and they were due. They right. were due a letdown. Like I just, I just knew it was going to happen. Lo and behold, it did. But. In, in my opinion, the positive of, of it happening was that they still made them take their time. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't get down there until 
a little over four minutes before they, they did finally score the touchdown, um, including a couple of big fourth down conversions. Um, so then again, they need a two to tie it. What was your odds of them getting the two? Oh, I figured it was a, a done a fucking deal. Yeah. Me too. That's why um, earlier when they they scored to go up seven, and I actually said, "I'm like, you know, I wonder if they should go for two here." I thought about that too, and yeah. I was because Tomlin in his in his past has been one to just kind of randomly say, "Hey, fuck it, let's see if we can put a little pressure on them." Make it a two-possession game instead of a one-possession with yeah. a two-point. But glad they didn't listen to me. I think Ben Roethlisberger probably played a big big part of that as well when you've got that guy back there that sure. can make the kind of plays when you've got a you know Trubisky or a rookie Kenny Pickett. Probably won't see Mike doing that as much. But, again, I, I was 100% convinced they were going to get it. And Devin Bush, of all fucking people, saves the day by making a play on a receiver that he was not supposed to be covering. It was gut instinct, and, and he makes it happen, and I couldn't be happier. You know, we've – me especially has been extremely hard on Devin Bush. Rightfully so. Yeah, and, and while he hasn't stood out this season, mm-hmm. he also hasn't stood out this season. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, Your brother and I were talking about it, how, you know, you don't hear his name, which – not necessarily a bad thing, but kind of a good thing because that means he's not fucking up. But he did make the huge play, and, and we get the stop. So now we got four minutes to go. We still got Mitch Trubisky, but four minutes is a fucking lifetime to hold the ball from Tom Brady. Yeah. And he does it, including a couple of just monster third-down conversions, one which he scrambled. like You could tell he was playing with reckless abandonment. Yeah. Like he knew that, like, what have I got to lose right. at this point? And fuck, Mitch, if you had had that attitude for fucking five weeks ago, you probably wouldn't be on the bench yeah. right now. I could see that at the same time, though, when to play, you know, conservative because, hey, if I fuck up, you know, the town's going to be calling for me. So, yeah, no, I mean, we, hell, we talked about that ever since we drafted Kenny. It was like, that was my biggest worry was that. You know, fucking interception. If he throws a few incompletions in a row, they're going to chant Kenny. Yeah. And, you know, at this, at this point, like you said, nothing to lose. Let's just go out there and be a gunslinger. And that was just the sweetest four minutes we're probably going to have all season. Yeah. You know, especially after seeing Tom absolutely lose his shit. Um, yeah, great win. And so now we're one game out of first place. Because the Ravens lost, yeah. Browns lost. The Bengals, Bengals should have lost, yeah. but didn't. So, yeah, we're one game out of first place. But we're also one game out of last place in the conference. <laughs> yeah. So goes to show, you know, the, uh, the parody of the NFL. Right, especially this year. But going into the game, I'm thinking, okay, we are sitting here at one and four, about to be one and five. I'm like looking up mock drafts for, you know, who's going to be a top five pick. Right. Like, who can we get? Who can we trade down with? Like, I'm literally planning our future. Give, I've given up. Not, I'm, I'll never give up on the Steelers, but I've, like, this season is a write off. Right. It's develop Kenny, develop George, uh, just keep everybody somewhat healthy. 
and let let's load up for next year. Right. Maybe and, develop the O line a little bit. See yeah. who's worth keeping. Who yeah. still isn't? The run game blocking needs some work. Pass protection so far has been pretty solid. Uh, Kevin Dotson got death threats, legitimate death I heard threats that, yeah. over the sack that he allowed that that knocked Kenny out of the like. Come on, people. He made a mistake, all right? Yeah. Um, but anyway. That shit's so fucking gross. Just in general. That you're going to. Yeah. A death threat over a football game. Yeah. I mean, we love football as much as anyone, but come on. So, again, rode off the season. And then we beat Tampa. Yeah. And this is what it's like being a Pittsburgh Steeler fan especially uh, in the last 20 years for the simple fact that we don't know losing seasons all that well. Right. So we get the win against Tampa. We're two and four. And now our thought process is, hey, we win one of these next two, whether it's Miami or Philly, which is possible. Yeah, probably Miami. Probably Miami. (laughs) And then let's just say we split. So we're three and five. Our our division's in kind of shambles right now. So worst case yeah. scenario, we're going to be like two games out. Right. We have a bye week. And then we come back with TJ Watt back. Everybody else is just a little bit healthier. Kenny Pickett's got that much more practice time with these boys. And we got the Saints. We got... I, I, I don't know... What the? I can pull it up here in just a second, but I went through it and why is that still on the Jets? Holy shit! Uh, So yeah, we we get that by. We come back. We got T.J. Watt back and everything else that I talked about, and then we got the the Saints winnable. Yeah, and then we're home against the Bengals. Beat them already. Went yeah, winnable. Might be a loss, but still a winnable game. Then we're at the Colts. Winnable. Very winnable. Then we got the Falcons. Winnable. Very winnable. Ravens. Mm. I still say, regardless, as long as nobody else gets seriously hurt, we're going to split. Agree or disagree? I would agree. So let's just say that that one's a win. So that's the Ravens at home. Then we got the Panthers. <laughs> yeah. Should be a win. Should be. Then we got the Raiders. Winnable. Winnable. We, we've struggled with the it, Raiders. Yes, yes, we have. They've kind of had our number, but the Raiders are not who we thought they were going to be so far this year. Yeah. They're losing got, a lot of close games. Then we got the Ravens again. So, again, if if we win at home, we'll probably lose to them on the road. And then we got the Browns. And I think, rapist or not, I think we're going to destroy Cleveland the second time we play them. I think we would have destroyed them the first time if we had T.J. Watt. Yeah. So... Three and five, I count a possible of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight for sure wins mm. coming, or not for sure, but eight wins I'm very confident with, with a potential of, you know, one or two more, one or two less either way. So we're looking at maybe a 10 win season. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's like when. You get that little glimmer of hope, and you you got TJ just sitting there on the horizon, and 
You say, well, one guy doesn't make a difference. Uh, yes, he does, because if TJ's healthy right now, we're 5-1. and one. Bottom agree. line, yeah. o- only team that really took it to us was, was Cleveland. Or Cleveland, Buffalo. So, so yeah, I'm the the cautious optimism is back from <laughs> what from, a difference a week makes, right, right? From the absolute pit of fucking despair to hey, we got a fucking chance at yeah. this thing. So yeah, um, there was something else I was gonna touch base on with the Steelers, and now I don't remember because the fight. Oh yeah, yeah. So now the report out this week is that Deontay Johnson and Mitch Trubisky got into a heated exchange at halftime of that Jets game, which in turn led to Kenny Pickett coming in. I don't necessarily think that that's the case. Because why wouldn't you bench Deontay too? Yeah, I, I maybe it played a small factor in it. Like Maybe that was the, the final nail that made Tomlin say, Okay, this is my star receiver. He's not, you know, he's not gelling with this guy. Let's the game's going shitty. Let's throw the kid in and see what happens. Sure. And we all, the rest, as they say, is history. Um, that being said, uh, T- Tomlin was asked about it. And he didn't deny it. Hmm. He said, you know, if, if all that tells me is that you got two guys in there who want to win. That we- sounds like that should happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think it absolutely happened. Yeah. Um, and, again, I don't know if it just happened to fall that way or not, but when Mitch came in in, at, in relief of Kenny this week, mm-hmm. Deontay got targeted once. Huh. And Claypool had several, and, again, maybe it means nothing, but uh, maybe it doesn't. Kudos to fucking Deontay, because we all watch Mitch play. And nobody, I was beating his drum as loud as anyone on yeah. this show, thinking that this, you know, give this guy some weapons. And he's got, the weapons are there, and he just didn't want to use them. Granted, part of it is with Matt Canada's absolutely atrocious offense. But still, um, the other thing, did you see the the video that's going around of potentially Chris Boswell? Talking shit to Matt Canada? No. You haven't seen the video? No. So what happens is it's after the game. Everybody's coming in. It's like the video is in the tunnel. And everybody's coming in, and, you know, they're high-fiving and everything, blah, blah, blah. Well, get to about the 40-second mark. From behind the camera, Matt Canada comes walking by and, and starts to walk in the locker room, and somebody congratulates him. And then the guys, the team is coming towards the camera off the field. And as they're going in, Matt Canada disappears into the locker room, and then there's Chris Boswell. And Boswell clearly says, it ain't because of you, I can guarantee you that much. Huh. And it's not confirmed, but it really looks like he's talking to Matt Canada. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, take it for a grain of salt, with a grain of salt. Weren't there reports a couple weeks ago that the team wants him gone? Yes, many. That yes, uh, there have been more than one report that say many within the organization are just are tired of his shit and they, and they want him gone. In, unless we all of a sudden start averaging fucking four fifty a game and like win a Super Bowl, I don't see him surviving this season. I just can't right. see it being possible. Uh, at this point, it's just hang on and hope for the best. Sure. 
Um, but yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Like I said, it's it's good to to actually feel good about the team again. Yeah, I know we got a long way to go, but uh, it's not all death and despair. So kudos. Now, the rest of the week, TJ. I, I heard you, by the way, executive producer. He's in here trying to run the show, and there, go chase that. No? All right. <laughs> now, the rest of the week, uh, Thursday night, man, can Amazon get a refund? No shit, right? How many fucking billions did they pay for this package and their first season so far? Here we are, week uh, six. Have they had a good game yet? Uh, Yeah, week one was pretty good. Or not week one, their first game. Chargers... Chiefs, I remember, was a pretty good game. Um, just the last couple have been absolute horrific. stinkers. I think I saw somewhere that they broke down the money, and that game was they paid eighty-five million dollars for that game. Jesus, uh, yeah. Bears, Bears, and the Commanders Thursday night was just abysmal. Um, Justin Fields looks more and more like an Ohio State quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz wasn't much better, and now he's going to be out for at least a few weeks with a broken middle finger, I believe it is. I think so. Yeah. So that means uh, Taylor Heineke is back. Get your fat ass off my table. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Yeah, uh, not talking to me. <laughs> um, I think biggest thing to come out of that game was uh, the Al Michaels clip or quote during it i've seen people talk about it mm. but i don't do you remember what it well was? that was the day that the espn report came out that um dan snyder allegedly hired private investigators to get dirt on the following owners which yeah we'll get to so al michaels basically said he acknowledged the report that came out and said, you know, I think the league would rather just have Dan Snyder sell the team because nothing, literally nothing good has come since Snyder has bought, you know, what was a blue chip franchise. Right. Uh, Yeah. Like I, you know, I, I was born in 92, so I barely remember them. Let me rephrase that. I really don't remember them being good. Yeah, they I had mean, a couple playoff appearances, but eighties and into the mid nineties. I mean, they were always in the discussion. Yeah, uh, a storied franchise. Yeah, and, won uh, three Super Bowls within what thirteen years or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they 12, had um, Mark Rippin, Doug Williams, Williams, Joe Thiesman, Thiesman. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So yeah, and now they are. Not only the team, the owner, the stadium, like they are just the laughing stock for uh lack of better description. Yeah. And uh yeah, I did you see Jim Ursay? Yeah. Finally, like I don't know if it's gonna be what causes it, but he's the first owner that has like publicly come out now and said, We gotta get this guy the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know. Uh, and they talked about it today on McAfee with, with Rappaport or whatever. I think they're waiting on this report, um, this investigation, to see if there's anything there that they can use to make this happen. 
I I think it's just a matter of time. Uh, it fucking should be. I mean, yeah. what more does he have to do? Well, he wrote an email to the, all the owners. It was basically, of course he would, denying that he's done any of these investigations or whatever. But, I mean, I 100% believe it. Yeah, all I, of them? Yeah. Well, I mean, the shit we know he's done is shows he's a fucking scumbag. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, um, like, what was it, two years ago, the Sean Taylor celebration that they threw together at the last minute to deflect uh, blame from, maybe it was the cheerleader scandal or something else, I can't remember. Yeah, there was, yeah. Had, yeah there's so many, it's hard to, might have been the, the poop pipes or who knows. But yeah, well, that was the, another one. And yeah. there was also the... The stadium almost killed Jalen Hurts last year. There's that. Um, also, they were ripping off, they had a deal where if you had tickets at will call, they charge like uh, something like an extra fifty bucks to hold the tickets, to oh, just wow. hold the tickets at will call. Well, and then there's the whole lying about their ticket revenue and, yeah. and pushing the revenue into exclusive areas to basically fuck the other owners, and that's why the owners want him gone. Well, yeah, no uh, shit. I mean, like, regardless of what any owner gets on TV and says. Don't fuck with their money. Yeah. Like they look, they don't care if you're banging secretaries in the hallways. Don't fuck with their money. That's right. why they want him gone. Right. Um does give the league a black eye, but at the same time, you start digging into their pockets and yeah, you you got to go. So right. uh be real interesting to see what happens between now and the next set of owner meetings, which will be in December, I believe they said. Yeah. So so yeah, anyway, back commanders get a uh Twelve to seven win over the Bears. That's a game I watched twice. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it once. So, yeah. uh, then obviously we already talked about the Steelers. Uh, how about the Falcons smacking the forty? What the fuck is going on in the NFL? I this don't year? know. That was weird. I mean, Marcus Mar- Mariota, what three total touchdowns? Uh-huh. Like a seven? No, I'm sorry, ninety percent completion percentage or some shit like that. And that's without Patterson. He's on IR right yeah. now. Yeah. Killed my fantasy team. Yeah, me too. But yeah, Mariota, very pedestrian, 129 yards, but he was 13 out of 14 with two touchdowns to go with it. So if you're not going to throw it very much, at least be efficient when you did, and he absolutely was, and also threw on 50 yards rushing and a touchdown, and they had a total of almost 170 yards rushing while holding San Francisco to only 50 yards rushing, who they have been known for being a pretty good running right. team these last few years. Uh, Jimmy G did, did almost drop 300 yards, but he also had two picks. And, uh, yeah, Atlanta gets the big 28-14 to 14 dub over the Niners. Niners now sitting at 3-3, three and three, and Atlanta is a surprising 3-2. and two. Um, I still think that's a fraud. Me too. Three and two. Yeah. I say that because they're on our schedule, and I hope that they turn out to be shitty. Right. Uh, then we had Cleveland just getting smoked by Bailey Zappi, thirty-eight to fifteen. Browns are going to Brown. Yeah, they're just they're a bad football team. Like maybe Hunter was right. Bailey Zappi was the best quarterback of that draft. At this point, you can't go back to Mac Jones. Uh, yeah, he's he's hot. I mean, at least give it another week or so. I, it's that and Mac Jones looked did not look good at all before pre injury. So 
Yeah, no, not at all. And we were sitting here thinking that it was because of the offensive coordinator issues that they had and this, that, and the other. But well, Bailey Zappi seems to be doing all right with those yeah. offensive coordinators. Right. And uh, did you see the other report that has come out this week? No, I say other. The, the report that's come out this week out of New England. And, and take it with a grain of salt. This is like a this person said to this person who said to me, so I'm telling you type of story. I know. Basically, the story goes is that Mac Jones can got into Belichick's ear, blah, 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 saying, I want you to go with Brian Hoyer. Okay. Over over Zappi as the backup. Like, I think he should be the backup because according to Mac Jones, he or according to this source, um, he felt Zappi was more of a threat to him than than Hoyer, and he thought, you know, they won't go to the third stringer. I'll be okay. But lo and behold, Hoyer gets hurt. Zappi has to come in and lights it up. Yeah. And now Mac Jones probably probably going to be out of a job unless unless we have another Cooper Rush situation. I was going to say, it's been two games. Like, let's yeah. pump the brakes a little bit. But Bailey Zappi has looked better in those two games than Cooper Rush looked. Yeah, Rush was more of a game manager anyway. Yeah. But. yeah, Zappi's slinging it. And he had 309 yards, two touchdowns against Cleveland, who has a solid defense. Yeah, all-time leader in the FBS in passing. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be a fun story to uh, to watch. Yeah. Uh, the Jets. The goddamn, the goddamn Jets, who we absolutely were sick over losing to. Turns out they might be a pretty fucking good team. Yeah. Four and two if they go to Lambeau. And beat the Packers, and it, the game wasn't really as close as the score indicates by all accounts. Like yeah. they just, they had an answer for everything, and uh, Aaron Rodgers got smacked around quite a bit. And yeah, the the Jets might just be for real. I mean, that division, we were laughing about it. Yeah. In, in the preseason, and turns out that's fucking one of the best divisions in football. Yeah. Thought it was just Buffalo, and then, you know, maybe Miami would be, you know, five hundred, and then you got New England and and the Jets, and yeah. turns out they're all going to be in the conversation. Yeah, especially when Miami gets Tua back, because Skylar Thompson does not appear to be it. No, no. Really wish we had Watt back for this one. Yeah, Tua might see another early exit. All right, what's Jags Colts? Hey, the Colts beat the Jags. Yeah, and uh, I, I believe first time I looked at the score, it was like fourteen to three, and I thought, oh God, here here we go. But yeah, the Colts storm back in the second half, take a uh, take the lead, and late I believe Ryan yeah. threw a touchdown very late to uh, get the victory there, thirty four twenty seven. So now the Colts are three two and one, and the Jags fall to two and four. So. You can't be too upset if you're a Jags fan. No, they still look way better than they did last year. Right. Um, Travis Etienne finally had a couple of solid runs. I mean, if you look at the stats, you're like, oh, my God, he had, what, 85 yards, 86 yards? But, like, 60 of them came on one carry. Oh. So maybe he's not quite the guy yet. But either way, Jags are still a much better team than they were. Obviously, there's still going to be some growing pains are the Colts back? I I don't know. I don't think so. I don't either. Um. So yeah, we'll see. 
Uh, then we had the the Vikings smacking the Dolphins, obviously without Tua down in Florida, twenty four to sixteen. Uh, Teddy two gloves. Oh, Skyler didn't play that game. Oh, that's Bridgewater right. did. Forgot Bridgewater came back. Yeah, uh, three twenty nine two tuds, but it wasn't enough as uh, the Vikings improved to five and really. Yeah, their only loss was the Eagles. Granted, wow, the Eagles smoked them, but sneaky yeah. five and one. Yeah, and uh, the Dolphins have fall two, three, and two. Then we got the Bengals trailed the Saints for almost the entire game, and then the Saints come back thanks to uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Bengals come back. That's what I said. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Bengals win that one, thirty to twenty-six, to uh, break even now at three and three. Then we had the Ravens. Once again, blow a two-score lead in the second half and fall to the five-and-one New York Football Giants, twenty-four to twenty. Brian Dayball might be good at coaching football. It looks that way. Yeah. Or the uh, Ravens' defense defensive coordinator might not be good at coaching football. How do you explain the other four wins, though? No, I, I, Dayball, I give him credit. Yeah. But the Ravens, though, they got problems. They can't fucking stop anybody. And now that is, what, three? Is that three? Three yeah. and three. All three of their losses have been two-score, come-from-behind wins. Yeah, the Michigan fan in me is not missing Mike McDonald as much as I thought I would. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, they don't have great personnel Yeah, that they, you know... I mean, as Steeler fans, we've seen some pretty fucking good Raven defenses, and they just they don't have the the kind of star power there. And even the the guys that they got that have been pretty good in the past, a little older now, right. and you know they just can't seem to uh, stop anybody's passing game. Um, they get up to a lead, and all of a sudden the other team's got to start slinging it, and well, holy shit, that works. Yeah. Here's a tip for all you NFL coaches out there who might have Baltimore on your schedule. Throw the fucking ball in the first half, and maybe you'll get out to a big lead. Lamar Jackson continues to have a, a pretty fucking good year. or wasn't, He didn't look outstanding uh, in this game, but he didn't make any you know huge mistakes. I think there was, there was one fumble, but I don't think that was really his fault. I think the center snapped it oh, yes. pretty yeah. early. Uh, which led to one of the giant scores, but you know you, you can't you can't fault Lamar when he's putting up the kind of numbers and and scores that he is when the defense just comes and pisses the game away. So yeah, and it's like it's gonna be harder to improve that defense after you back up the Brinks truck to Lamar's house. So yeah, which that's that's coming. Yeah, and as the uh, the Steeler fan that I am, love to see it. Yeah. Uh, then we had the Panthers continuing to uh, fall into the depths of hell, dropping to the Rams 24-10. to 10. And uh, Robbie Johnson Anderson yeah. got thrown off the field by his own coach for arguing with the position coach and subsequently shipped his ass to Arizona with less than 24 hours. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that since Singletary did it to Vernon Davis back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, let's get yeah. the fuck Can't out. Can't win with them. Yep. Can't coach with them. Can't do it. Anyway. 
So yeah, Panthers suck. Um, Sorry, I'm thirsty. Wonder which bus quarterback they're going to end up taking. Mac uh, Mac Jones, Bryce Young, or C.J. Stroud. Uh, yeah, because it just it doesn't look like Baker's it. Although to be fair, I mean he's got C Mac, but that's about it. I mean DJ Moore is solid, but not he he's not a great like game breaking number one. Yeah. In, in my opinion. Uh, I don't believe they really have a tight end to speak of. I don't think so. Their offensive line's not all that great. Uh, but kudos to C-Mac for, you know, making it six games so far. That's That's got to be a record for him. Yeah. And Saquon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, both both, both of them staying healthy. And Saquon, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue that Saquon, when healthy, is the best running back in football. He's a fucking bad motherfucker. C-Mac, I, I'd give you a solid two, but. You, know, you and I mean, just looking at their, you would think that Saquon would be the one that would stay healthier, just because he's just uh, built like a brick yeah, shit house. Not yeah. that C Max out of shape, but like I don't know, just all that mass. You look at a guy like Derrick Henry, uh, Saquon is like a smaller version of of Derrick Henry right. and just body mass, but smaller frame, but just jacked yeah. to the gills. His quads are. Unbelievably wow. thick. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals continue to do it to me. This is like three years in a row now that I've picked them as like a sleeper team, and they just suck. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. Couldn't win at Texas Tech with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. Why the fuck do you hire him to be your head coach? I d- and I just I don't think Kyler Murray's it. He he shows flashes here yeah. and there. I just don't think he's it. And they lose. Uh, they made the big trade for Hollywood Brown in the off season, and they've pretty much now they've lost him for the season, which in turn sparked the Robbie uh, Anderson the, trade. Yeah, desperation trade for Robbie Anderson. But good news is a coming as D Hop is now off the suspension list, and he will make his debut tomorrow night against the Saints. So that's the Thursday night game. Yes. Cardinals Saints. Saints. Amazon should ask for their money back. Potentially. On paper, it looks better than anything we've had from Amazon the last three weeks. Right. But that's not saying on paper. On On paper. paper. Yeah. That being said, it's probably going to be a fucking 13 to nine game. (laughs) Probably. That's the way it's trending so far. Yeah. So, again, uh, I'm reserving judgment on the Cardinals until D-Hop gets firmly entrenched back into this offense because I think he really helps to make them uh, He's go. a game changer, yeah, yeah, for sure. And and Robbie Anderson is no slouch. He just could not get it going in Carolina. Maybe a change of scenery will give him and the Cardinals a spark, and, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, then we had the uh, game of the week. Yeah, the absolute game of the weeks, the the Super Bowl of the regular season, the Bills and the Chiefs. Not the high-scoring affair that we got last year in the playoffs, but still a pretty exciting game. Uh, a couple of surprise turnovers, red zone turnovers, no less, early on. And uh, Josh Allen gets the win over Patty Mahomes, 24-20. to and Patrick Mahomes' last interception there at the end uh, fucked me out of a win against your brother in fantasy football. Yeah. So thanks, Pat. 
Uh, Juju had a great game. But he's still not the guy because it's Travis Kelsey. Now, speaking of the Chiefs, did you see what they did? What did they do? They re reworked um, Travis Kelsey's contract. Really? And freed up three and a, like three and a half million dollars of cap room. Okay. Odell, is that what you're thinking? Or a trade? The trade deadlines. Well, why else would you free up right that much? I mean, I say that much. It's not a great deal, but still, you know. Why do you why do you need an extra three and a half million dollars in the middle of the season unless you've got a plan? Right. Um, we know it's not Deshaun Jackson because he has signed um, with somebody. Ravens. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Deshaun. Yeah, that's the Deshaun Jackson going to the Ravens help give them a, uh, a another deep threat, but. Yeah, you got OBJ sitting out there. Do you have some potential trade targets? I.e., Chase Claypool has been thrown around quite a bit. And uh, what what are your thoughts on that? Trading Claypool? Yeah. Why not? We got depth at the position. We have other holes. Yeah, it's, for me, it's all about what. It depends what we get for him. What would you? All right. Well, what would the, be the minimum? No less than a third for me. I would agree. I don't think a fourth helps you enough. No, it's it's got to be either a player that that can come in right now and play. I like an offensive lineman or that would be sick. A solid corner, something like that. A player that is a starting caliber player that is better than the player that I currently have in whatever fucking position he plays. That or a third round pick, because I. Claypool's got the talent. Without a doubt, I, he's got the talent. Maybe his head's not always in the right spot, but, yeah, for, for me, it's got to be a starting caliber player or a third-round pick or I'm hanging up the phone. So Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Chief, Chiefs are they're planning something. they they, they got to be planning something. And then uh, Monday night, Eagle – or no, Sunday night, I'm sorry. Uh, Eagles-Cowboys, uh, pretty solid game. Eagles, I, I got to admit, I stay undefeated when it was 20 to nothing. I turned it off. I started doing I can't remember what else I was watching. And then saw Dallas got back into it, turned it on. And I messaged a friend like, oh, shit, Dallas is getting back in it. The neck. I swear to God, the next play, Cooper Rush throws a pick. I'm like, never mind. Yeah. So funny story about that game. I told you I was matched up against your brother. Maybe he told you this already. Yeah. yeah. So I was matched up against Hunter, who if if you recall, was actually the co-host of this show for about two weeks. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was like the, fuck, I'm blanking on the, the original host of The Daily Show. Yeah. It's like everyone forgets about him. Yeah. Um. So in that Buffalo game, we were neck and neck. Both of us had shitty weeks, but we were still neck and neck. And we were, it's the end of the game. Mahomes, I, I'm winning by two points. Mm-hmm. Feeling good. Mahomes throws a pick. Minus two. Buffalo has no nothing to do but take a knee. Josh Allen had 40, exactly 40 yards rushing at the time. Oh. And I thought, and I immediately, and I even texted to him, but my thought process was, he's going to take a knee, he's going to drop below 40 yards rushing, and boom, there's, I think it's one point 
per 10 yards. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm going to win by a fucking point. And not only did he just take a knee, but like he went back like three, four yards and took a knee. Then he went back like three, uh, three, four yards, took a knee. I'm like one more time and knock off one more point. <laughs> and I text that to Hunter. I'm like, yeah, I'm like Josh Allen fucked you. And then Hunter pointed out, I have the the Cowboys kicker tonight. Fuck. Yeah. So I pretty much wrote it off as a loss. Then I look at the score, and it's 20 to nothing. And I thought, they're not going to be kicking because they're going to have to go for it and, yeah. and get touchdowns. And Dallas isn't moving the ball. I was like, I got a shot. And I looked away, and I played a game of 2K, and then I looked back, and it was 20 to 6, and the game's over. I'm like, fuck. So, yeah. So when I pulled up to uh, to go see Hunter, I literally walked in. I was like, fuck you, fuck Patrick Mahomes, and fuck whoever the kicker for Dallas is. And then Monday night, we had, let's ride. Let's not watch this game. Right. Oh, Denver and San Diego, neither of, neither of which looks worth a shit right now. Chargers Denver are- looks, hey, Russell Wilson looks like Russell Wilson for one drive. Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah, and, and the Chargers, they're four and two, but they don't look like a four and two team right now. And no, Keenan Allen is out. Herbert's still a little banged up with the rib injury, so maybe they get it turned around or whatever. But Denver, talk about somebody wanting a refund. Hackett's got to be gone at, at the end of this year yeah. unless something and, drastic changes. And and I, I mean, do you? Is it his fault though? All okay. Is it all his fault? Russell Wilson's looked like complete ass. I get that, but at the same time, he has weapons around him. You're not going to get rid of Russell. Oh, I know. And Russell Wilson didn't wait until 20 seconds to call a timeout to kick a field goal or do some of the other goofy dumb shit. Fair enough. Nathaniel Hackett's done. So I think I think you let Hackett go, and then you get another, if not an offensive-minded head coach, maybe a stud OC, and you know to help. Fucking Russ in the kitchen. So Pete Carroll's looking pretty fucking smart right now though, isn't he? Yeah, Geno Smith's looking pretty fucking good too. Yeah. yeah, that's that's just fucking wild. So yeah, that's the wrap up of the week. Now, do you want to talk college football? We then? have to talk college no, football. No, can I finish? Okay, sorry. Do you want to talk college football now? And then do next week's stuff or talk next week or this coming week should be NFL and then do it all college. The second one. So jump right into NFL next week. So looking into next week of the NFL. Do a lot of prep work. I say next week. What I mean is this week, i.e. starting tomorrow. Week seven. uh, We are now. By the time this episode is posted, all these games will be over. (laughs) No, I'll get it posted tomorrow. I don't have to work tomorrow. So why wouldn't you post it tonight? Uh, Because it's. It takes two seconds. No, it doesn't. It takes longer. It takes like 10 minutes to. Render the file, and then I got to type shit out. It's just, it's a mess. Oh, okay. <clears throat> anyway, week seven of the NFL. Of course, we are fully into the bye weeks now, but we are kicking it off, like I said a little bit ago, with the Amazon Prime game. Uh, before we jump into that, did you see the, the news about Black Friday? No. The NFL has taken Black Friday from us now. Oh, yeah, next year. Starting next year, yeah. there will be a Black Friday football game. Whatever. I guess it gives the men something to watch while their women are out spending all their fucking money at the mall. Well, it'll be at night, so Black Friday will be over, but... Eh. Not really. 
I mean, they, it goes on all day. Sure, all the death and dismemberment happens early <laughs> in the day, but there's still, you know, people out shopping. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got that to look forward to. Anyway, kicking it off Thursday night, Saints travel to Glendale to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Both these teams sitting at two and four. And like we said, uh, D-Hop makes his triumphant return. Still not sure what's going on with Jameis Winston. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go Cardinals regardless. uh, Yeah, I'm going to go Cardinals too. I think D-Hop's going to give him a spark. And uh, I think I think it'll be a close game, though. Yeah, I you know I'm looking. It's only a two point line. I I see like a twenty three twenty type win, twenty seventeen something along those yeah. lines. Uh, then we got um, oh that's Sunday night, so I don't have to do it. Then we got the Falcons traveling to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. I gotta go. Unfortunately, Cincy. I do too. Yeah. Uh, Lions Cowboys. Probably the return of Dak Prescott. They were supposed to be America's team. Mm-hmm. Dallas. I'm going Detroit. What more fucking could happen to cause chaos in Dallas is if Dak comes back and loses to the Detroit Lions. So I'm uh, the memes would be great. Great. I'm taking the Lions. Okay. I think I think old Dan's gonna have these motherfuckers fired up. I think DeAndre Swift is gonna be back. So, yeah, just for the sake of I want utter chaos, I'm taking the Lions. It's a CBS game. That's weird. Yeah, they've been doing that the last few years. Like one or two times during the season, two teams will be on a network that they normally aren't on. I I think they, like, work trades out or some shit, like, for a ratings deal. But uh, Then we got the Colts taking on the Titans. Big divisional game there. Both those teams with – are they both three? No. Oh, the Titans had a bye. Colts three two and one. Titans are three and two. I again, I just I haven't seen enough out of the Colts to convince me that they're all that good. Tennessee hasn't really shown a whole lot either. But I'm gonna go with uh, Travis Henry and Mike Vrabel. Derrick Henry. That's it. Who the fuck is Travis? Was there ever a Travis? Henry? There was a Travis Henry running back that played for the Titans. Yes. He played for the Bills before that. He has one of my favorite interview sign, uh, sound bites ever. How many kids do you have? Nine. To how many different women? Nine. All righty. <laughs> so that wasn't entirely wrong. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans. I will too. Then we got the Packers taking on the bum bada bum 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 bum. We are Commanders. I got to think that, well, yeah. Well, I don't know. Taylor Heineke? Uh, Commanders are trash. Yeah, Packers, I think they're going to bounce back. They got to. Uh, Bucks taking on the Panthers. I think the Bucks bounce back. Probably in a big way. Um, what's your, we should have talked about this when we talked about the Bucks Steelers game. What's your thoughts on the whole Brady going to Robert Kraft's wedding, flying, skipping a walkthrough? It's an interesting choice. I mean, you you I mean, you would think though it's fucking Tom Brady, he doesn't need to walk through. True, but I if I'm Giselle, I would be furious. It's like, wait, you had to come back for an extra season. At this point, what's it matter? Like they, they I, I get it, but yeah. just the message it sends, it's like, Oh, 
you don't want to, you know, hang it up for not only your health and safety and, you know, spend time with your family. Yeah. Football's more important than your marriage, but you can go to this fucking clown's wedding. Right. No, he's probably paying for free massages. Could you, you know, imagine the like the the single ass that was at Bob Kraft's wedding though? Maybe Tom was right to do it. Yeah. Yeah. He probably had a rub and tug station set up at the reception. That's what I just said. Did you? Said probably giving out free massages too. Oh. Okay, yeah. sorry. Anyway. Anyway. Uh what's next? Giants. Giants, Giants and Jags. Jags in an upset. I could see it. I could see it. Um, I'm taking the Jags. I think it's going to be a close game. The Giants, like I said, they haven't really – they've looked great compared to what we have seen. Um, Previous years? Yeah, but they haven't – like they're not just blowing teams out. Right. Like, you know right. what I mean? They, they look like an average football team that has now at least learned how to win those games, those close games, those winnable games. Sure. Um, and the Jags, again, they haven't really been getting blown out except for Philly smacked Philly, yeah, smacked after around. falling behind. But uh, I think I'm going to take the Jags and gonna, we got to knock those Giant fans. Uh, pick. I'm still going to pick the Giants, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if there was an upset here. Yeah, I again, I think this is going to be a field goal or less or seven points or less score uh it'll be a tight game i just think uh i think jags find a way browns ravens uh, ravens i mean lamar jackson versus jacoby Brissett. Yeah, yeah i think the ravens i i don't trust jacoby Brissett to be able to lead this team back down two scores right so i think i think uh, lamar will uh probably win this one by a couple of tuds Jets Broncos. If you asked me this preseason, I, yeah, I I gotta go Jets. I mean, Denver is actually a one point favorite. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm gonna go Jets. Yeah, I. Me too. And and watch this will be the game though. Yeah, Russell Wilson will Russell come will throw alive. Three fifty and, and yeah. Zach Wilson will look like he did last year and yeah. Yep, yep. But yeah. Right now I'm ahead I'm, I'm I gotta go Jets. They they look like a good team. Yeah. I mean you hold Aaron Rodgers to ten points, it would stand a reason that if you're gonna play, you know, a Broncos team that is offensively challenged that you know. For sure. Yeah. Uh then we got the Texans Raiders. Raiders. Uh, yeah, no reason. Really. Have to have to win. All their losses have been super close too. Yeah. So it's they're one in four, but they seem to be a pretty good one in four team. They're Absolutely, just, yeah. They're, like their their the, one in four looks a hell of a lot better than our one in four did. Right. They're almost like the opposite of the Giants. Yeah. Where the Giants are getting the key plays at the end, and the Raiders aren't. Yep. So. Yep. They're they're getting the breaks. Raiders are not. Yep. And they're one in four, and they should handle. Uh, Houston pretty well. Seahawks, Chargers, I give up. <laughs> I keep waiting for the Seahawks to come back down to earth and show that they're a shitty football team, but Geno Smith just isn't letting it happen. Chargers, on the other hand, somehow are 4-2 and two and don't look like a 4-2 and two team. 
I think I gotta imagine the Seahawks thing is probably gonna unravel at some point. Yeah, Gino. I'm I'm gonna go Chargers yeah. for the simple fact that Herbert probably gonna feel a little bit better. Yep. Mm, I don't know if they're gonna get Keenan back this week or not. Uh, Michael, what's his name? Thomas. No. The receiver for the Chargers that is basically it's oh uh, fuck. God damn it. What is his name? I know exactly your Mike Williams. That's it. Yeah, Mike Williams. Um, So, yeah, if they get Keenan Allen back, then it's definitely the Chargers. But, again, I I just think that they're going to have enough to knock Seahawks off. Then we got the Chiefs taking on the Niners. Uh, I think the Chiefs bounce back here. Um, You know, I'm going to take the upset. I'm going to say the Niners. I see the Niners rebound after getting Surprisingly, only three points in that one as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think Patty's going to bounce back and get that win. And then uh, the real barn burner Monday night. Sunday night. You want to talk about that first? No, we'll talk about that last. Okay. Uh, Then we got the Bears and the Patriots on Monday night. I got no reason to think that the Bears are going to win this game. Look, Ohio State quarterback versus Western Kentucky quarterback. Give me the fucking shit. I was trying to think of their name. Hilltopper. Hilltopper, Give me the Hilltopper. Yep. No, I agree. I just don't. Uh, I don't see the Bears mustering much offense against right. the Patriots and Bailey Zappi. Then, of course, we're gonna jump back to Sunday Night Football. Um, Tua has uh, cleared all protocols and will, in fact, start against our beloved Pittsburgh Steelers in Miami Sunday night, seven twenty. Uh, Tomlin has basically said if Kenny Pickett passes protocol, he is the starter, mm-hmm. and he's already cleared to practice. So that tells me as long as. He doesn't black out and fucking drop dead on the field during practice that he's probably going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, hopefully we get a couple guys back in the secondary. Didn't need him last week. True. Um, we are going up against Tyreek Hill. Uh, we need Minka. Mm-hmm. The the corners. Okay. We need Minka. Uh, I'd like to see him all back, but I think... I think Levi Wallace should be back because he was on concussion protocol. So he should be because he was cleared to practice late in the week last week, mm-hmm. but just didn't have enough practice time. So they kept him out. So I think Levi's going to be back. I think Cam might be back. Hopefully Mink is back. Uh, DeMarvin Leal, from what I understand, has been put on IR, which yeah. sucks because he was really starting to to kind of click with that, that defensive line. Um, but either way, our health is better. We should have Friar Muth back. Um, Tomlin's great in prime time too. Yeah, I, I got to go Steelers here. I'd... The jinx is already over, so but, I'm also going to pick the Steelers because we yeah, tried that earlier. Yeah, the the Homer in me is uh, I got to believe that so. uh, we we find a way to win this game. Probably drop to Philly, and then then we go. Yeah, if we lose the next two, we're going to be in rough shape though. Oh yeah, it's over. Yeah. Without a doubt, if we drop the next two, two and six, then you gotta win out. Yeah. There's, I mean, that's your only. You, maybe you can you can drop one more game. Ten and seven, yeah. I, I think ten and seven could could ten maybe. and seven could win our division the way it's going right now. That's true, but yeah, I I don't think nine and eight will. So, right. and at this point, it's looking pretty fucking unlikely that we're gonna get a wild card out of our division. So. 
Sure. We gotta get a split out of these next two games to even think about possible postseason. Uh, we lose these two, and it's it's planned for the draft. Right. So, and then uh, gonna be watching closely on these uh, trade rumors and possible free agent signings, like we talked about with Kansas City. Uh, Claypool's on the block. We know Rudolph's on the block. So, gonna be an interesting couple of weeks. So, what do you think? You come? Are you coming Sunday? No, I'm not. Well, fuck off. What about doing wings? I'm watching at Hunter's. So. Can we just talk about that for a second? What? Wings or what? I Yeah. I got to know your opinion. Okay. Rod's wings. Yes. Compared to yours? Yeah. His chicken is better. Your... Sauce and crust breading is better, so it it's it's really. I do like how tender they are and they fall off the bone without yes. a doubt. I I do like that aspect of it, but I don't like the wet. Like, it's not. They're not wet, really. They're they're no, damp. Yeah, like there's not enough for me. There's just not enough flavor. Like the whole breading like holds the sauce in, and then you sure. you get that crisp when you, yeah. Yeah. When, when I love my brother to death, but I thought it was kind of funny that he made it a point. Like Gary says, they're best wings we ever ate. I was like, well, Gary hasn't fucking had mine in like two years, so <laughs> probably longer. But they were good. Don't get me wrong, they were good. But yeah, I gotta be honest. It's I. I think it's pretty close. It just depends of like, do I want the chicken itself to be amazing? Chicken was great, nice, juicy. Like you know, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll like you said, that. fall off the bone. Literally. That's literally what happened. But for me, if I'm eating buffalo wings or whatever hot wings, I want like the flavor of the sauce. Sauce in every bite. Sure. You know, the, the chicken that. is secondary for me. You can. I say hey, this. just hey, here's here's an idea. Probably save you a lot of money. Why don't we do buffalo cauliflower one night? Get out. <laughs> so I'm looking for a new co-host. <laughs> yeah, no. But I haven't tried it. Again, I, I didn't hate them. I thought they were pretty good, but yeah, I was just like, I'll take mine. Thanks. Hunter tried Buffalo Cauliflower once at Buffalo Wild Wings and said it was surprisingly good. I I like I've had the cauliflower rice. Yeah. I've had the like the cauliflower crust pizza. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it, not terrible. Mm-hmm. Not at all, Tara. I, you know, you put enough sauce and cheese on the shit. I mean, yeah. Who gives a fuck what's underneath it, you know? But yeah, when I tried to get healthy for like a week. I ate cauliflower rice, and like I said you mix in enough shit that actually tastes good. That makes it unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. Much. No, who gives a fuck? Anyway, all right. Well, that'll wrap up our NFL coverage. Now we will talk college football. Great game for your boys in maize and blue. Great week overall for yeah. college football. Yes, it was. Um, talk Michigan first. I was not expecting that. No. I was not expecting that at all. And it's weird to say 41-17 and it wasn't that close. It was not that close. It was that close in the first half. No, it wasn't. Uh, it kind of was. No. It was. Did you watch the game? Yeah. watched the whole fucking game. Okay, Thank you very so, much. So you saw the two plays Penn State got in the first half Yeah, but I to mean, make it some, 14. Sometimes that's all it takes. So like, uh, What I'm saying is on, that. Yes, you're right. The eye test, Michigan looked like a better football team at the time. But 
at the same time, Michigan, I mean, it was at that point at halftime, anything could have happened. Like, yeah, what did happen was a, a tunnel altercation between Michigan and Penn state. Was there? We got to start picking more fights in the tunnel. Cause we did that against Ohio last year. And I didn't, I didn't see nothing about that. Just jarring basically before the game. No, no, no. At halftime. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. To be fair, I had it on, but I was playing 2k. Sure. But, so I didn't see every little aspect of it, but um, yeah, just bullshit talking shit. Bottom line is, I mean, face, at the same time, forty-one seventeen, you say it wasn't that close. Take away the two just gash running plays, and and it's a different game for Michigan. Yeah, then we drive down and score touchdowns. <laughs> like, fair say, like fair enough. It, You're probably probably right. The I mean, running game was just fucking clicking. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of the Ohio State game last year where I this brand of football is fallen out of fashion and the it's almost like what's old is new again. It's so fucking awesome to watch your favorite team just run it over and over and over in 4, 6, 8, 5, 24, 7, 3, Nine, you know what I mean? Where it's just, sixty-five. Yeah, exactly. That, that's basically what happened. It was three, four yards, seven yards, touchdown. Like yeah. just the Edwards, who we didn't get to see when we were there because he was hurt. Yeah, looked like just an absolute stud. Donovan Edwards is is a bad dude. Um, he didn't play a lot last year just because I mean he was the third running back, but he did throw a touchdown in the Big Ten title game. And it's sort of weird. Like Quorum was the the lightning last year, and Haskins was the thunder. And this year, Quorum's the thunder. And he's more of the bang back. It seems like you know this the, year. Yeah. Well, he's put on a lot of muscle too. Like, yeah. yeah about, he's a fucking fire plug. His man. quads too. He reminds me a lot of Saquon Barkley. So um, that's awesome. Pleasantly surprised. I feel very good about playing Ohio State this year. My only concern. Is I still, and granted, I've watched far less than you have. Mm-hmm. If they put the ball in JJ's hands, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we've had one game where a team didn't, or I'm sorry, we had one game where a team stacked the box and said, you're not running on us, and that was Indiana, and it was the one game where JJ had 300 yards passing. And that, so, that's what it's going to take. And and I would not be surprised. Eh, I don't know about that. That's literally how we beat Ohio State last year was run the ball, 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 ball, ball. So true. And Ohio State ain't doing that shit against Illinois, though. That's. That game has become very exciting, yeah, to be honest. Number one defense in the nation right and now. Well-deserved. Yeah. yeah, Illinois is no fucking Their joke, fucking so. defense is tough. Tommy DeVito. Game manager, but that's fine. Doesn't make the mistakes. And you don't have to when you have a defense like that. You know what I mean? Or you can afford to make those mistakes. Right. But he still hasn't made the critical mistakes yet. Um, I think, uh, who was there? Oh, their one loss was to Indiana. Which they should not have lost. Yeah. That was the game where Illinois had a touchdown. Clearly, they reviewed it and didn't call it a touchdown. Yeah. And they lost by four. That's going to lead to two 
nail-biting weeks for you. Because you, you got Illinois at home, and then you travel to the shoe to take on Ohio yeah. State. Um, you survive that. I mean, God, what more could you ask for? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, there's even a scenario where Michigan loses to Ohio State and still makes the playoff, I think. I mean, we might have a situation where the playoff is Georgia in Tennessee, Ohio State and Michigan. Although US someone might come out of the Pac twelve, granted USC lost, but UCLA's having a really good year too. They're undefeated still. Those two play each other, so I don't know. I don't think you can deny a one loss conference champion though. And you also have Clemson too. Here's so. the good news though for you. Yes. After Illinois beats you, you can still beat Ohio State and win the Big Ten and, and potentially Secure a playoff berth. What, what are you doing right now? What is this? What the fuck I'm, are you saying? I'm just saying. They're not losing to Illinois. It's going to be a hard game, but they're not losing. The, no, don't don't fucking put that out in the university, cocksucker. Anyway. If Illinois wins, you have to come on the show and sing the Illinois fight song. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no fucking way. Um, so, yeah, 41-17. Blake Corm's still a dog. And uh, pass rush, too. That was something else, I've, a trend I've noticed. They're actually on pace for more sacks this year than they had last year, and that was with Aiden Hutchinson, second overall pick, and David Ojaba, who he was a torn Achilles away yeah. from being a first-round pick. So yeah. it's kind of like a no-name defense situation, but it's it's fucking good. It's good shit. Um, the other big game that mattered. Illinois up to number, I think, 18 in the rankings now, by the way. I thought it was 16, but you might be right. Um, and biggest game of the day, Bama and Tennessee. Great game. Fucking phenomenal. Looked looked like it was going to be a fucking blowout. I turned it off at halftime. Like, yeah, Tennessee is just clicking. Yeah, no, Bama comes back, fucking takes the lead. and or, They did. They did take the lead, and then yeah. Tennessee tied it, and then – Bama tried a field goal, didn't make it. That's right. Tennessee missed, got it back. Missed a 50-yarder? It was like a that. long one. It was a long one, yeah. High, high 40s are maybe around a 50, but they missed it. And, yeah, Tennessee goes down, kicks a field goal, and that place lost their shit. Yeah. Did, did you – somebody made a Twitter account, Tennessee goalpost, and they just posted pictures of where they fucking carried the goalpost through Knoxville. and like, <laughs> Oh, wow took it to bars and everything literally it just toured the campus area of knoxville oh, nice. his twitter account was documented okay i didn't see that because s there's a channel i watch called sec shorts and it's just like a sketch comedy related to whatever's going on in s sec <coughs> and of course it, this week it was bama and tennessee and it was escape from knoxville where there's a bama fan that's like all beaten up and bruised and he's like i gotta get the fuck out of knoxville i need an evac and it's like, sorry, we can't get one for you. And then he steals a Tennessee shirt and is like helping carry one of the goalposts. <laughs> and yeah, I'll, I'll show it to you. It's pretty funny. But um, I feel so good for Tennessee because the posts I'm seeing online of that, I'm seeing a lot of Michigan fans like say, "Hey, we feel, we know your pain, and we felt your joy because you know." Lose it, getting your teeth kicked in over and over and over by your most hated rival is yeah 
Not only that, but I mean, if you go back to like the to the Peyton Manning era, Tennessee was like almost always in the national title consideration, and then even after him with uh, T. Martin, they were the toast of the SEC. That was before Bama was Bama, yeah. And then they really fell off, and now, well, Peyton couldn't Peyton couldn't be Bama. He, I don't think he. I think he went his entire career without beating Bama. Well, Florida was the basically the team back then. Okay. Flo- maybe Flo- maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was Florida, not Bama. You yeah, Florida right. pretty much ran the SEC for the most part uh, in that era. I think Auburn T- was always T. In Martin there. won a yeah. national title the year after Peyton left. Though, yeah, but because he was able to be Florida. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for them to come back now and now they're you know. I forgot the Spurrier quote, in the, but in the hunt, you can't spell citrus without UT. Classic quote. Anyway, mm. so yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal game. Reason why college football is the shit. I didn't realize this. The SEC has a rule where if you storm the field, there's a fine. And really? Yeah, this is their second offense. So it was a hundred thousand dollars, and they asked the like as it's happening, like someone asked the Tennessee president. Oh, what do you think about the fine? Money well spent, basically. Yeah. Worth it. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, did you see the clip of, I can't remember, what, I don't know what position he plays, the Bama player appears to hit a Tennessee fan as she rushes the field? Huh. Yeah, she... Like punch or... Slap. Well, the five fingers say to the face. Wow. Um, I mean, it's in super slow-mo, but it's like, I don't... And it's blurry, but it's like I don't know what else he could possibly be doing. Like he extends his hand, it looks to hit her. He keeps walking. She turns to look at him, like "What the fuck?" So mm. he might be in trouble. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Utah USC, hell of a game. Yeah, big shootout there with uh, Utah yeah. escaping with the forty-three forty-two victory. Oklahoma State drops one to TCU, forty-three to forty. Does anybody play any fucking defense anymore? We do in the Big Ten. <clears throat> That's true. It's well, weird. The SEC used to be the defensive yeah. conference, and now it's it, that sure doesn't look that way. No, no, it's not. Uh, Kentucky uh, beats Mississippi State. Oklahoma fucking knocks off Kansas. Yeah, that's. Texas squeaks by oh, Iowa State. Illinois with the uh, the victory over Minnesota. Uh, surprising number 25, James Madison. No longer as they lose to Georgia Southern. That's really it. Oh, Colorado got their first win of the year. Good for them. It's the shitty Cal team. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a that was a, that was a good week. That was a great week of college football. Some, some very good games to watch. Yeah. Uh, so moving ahead now to this week, and then not so much from what I remember. Um, I know Michigan's on a bye. Um, this, I did want to point one thing out. Okay, and I doubt it happens, but there is somebody has showed it on a Twitter post. <clears throat> I just wanted to get your thoughts on this. Okay, there is a path, and I can't remember the exact seedings, but there is a path. For at the end of the year, your four playoff teams potentially could be Georgia, mm-hmm. Alabama, Tennessee, and Old Miss. The path exists from okay. what I understand. 
I mean, you would need Ohio State to lose twice. Yes, like I said, it's it's not likely, Mich- yeah. but it exists. Okay. Do you think that that there's a path for the Panthers to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> why are you Why are you wasting time with this nonsense? <laughs> I just want to. Do you think that the committee would do that? So who do we got this week? No, no. Unless every conference winner has like three losses, I just no. There's no way you would put an entire conference in the playoff. I think what the example I gave w- sounds a little far fetched, but <coughs> of you know it being two SEC teams and two Big Ten teams. I could definitely see three SEC teams, though. I doubt it, but it that's. Way more likely than four, obviously. Where I, I could see it being Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee. That would make sense. Yeah, Georgia beats and then Georgia beats Tennessee, and then Alabama beats Georgia, or however, yeah, however yeah. it would work in the title game to where Tennessee and Georgia are in the same. They would be division, ranked like so, yeah. two, three, four, and then whoever survives the Big Ten will probably be the one, right? At that point, right? Um. Unless so, UCLA like wins out, yeah, it'll be Illinois against three SEC teams. <laughs> Wishful thinking, <clears throat> but I, I got it. Fucking, that's a hell of a turnaround job, though. Like, yeah, you realize last year with Lo- no, not last year because Bielema was already there. The year before with Lovey Smith, Smith, supposed to be a defensive genius. You realize that the ninety sixth ranked defense yep. in FBS, and now they're number one. In multiple categories, yeah, and, and like top ten in all of them, like yeah. their their defense is fucking legit. Yeah, I got I don't know what it, class Tom De, Tommy, Tommy DeVito's DeVito. in, but that wouldn't be a bad option for Cade McNamara to transfer to. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be all for it. Yeah, I would definitely be all for it. Great leader, good game manager. Tommy DeVito's a senior. Well, there you go. Make it happen. Call him up. Hey, because I got his number. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Or I mean, a Iowa. lot of it depends on who else Illinois has coming back. True. Uh, their running back Chase Brown is only a junior, so he'll be back. Uh, maybe. I mean, he's true. Yeah, he's, he's the leading rusher in FBS right now. Is he? Yeah. I did not know that either. Well, when you run the ball forty times a game, true. that'll help. <laughs> true. Um, I, I think as far as this fictional transfer, I, a lot of it's going to depend on how much of that defense is coming back. Oh, true. You know, if you lose eight of the 11 starters of the number one defense, eh, I don't know. True. True. If it was a, if it were like the opposite and you're going to a program that just keeps pumping out, you yeah. know, then it's a no brainer, but this is like a, holy shit. Once in a, you know, decade, Illinois showing, yeah. So I might be a little hesitant to. Everything I hear is they're a year ahead of schedule, though. Like no yeah. one, none of the pundits really expected this. I mean, it's definitely going to help recruiting. Yeah, for sure. And this is the year that if they're going to become a power, this is the year where they need to secure those recruits to keep things going. Like right. look, look what we're doing with what we've got. You come in and you you know so yeah we'll we'll see how he does All right. So, yeah, back to uh, this week in college football. Uh, like I said, I think it's a pretty bad week. Yeah, like, I was The listening. big noon kickoff game is Iowa and Ohio State. Iowa's defense is great, but 
they just they don't have an offense. I no, their offense is the, the line is twenty eight, and I think I'm, if I if I was a bet man, I might take Ohio State in that. I mean, I can't see Iowa scoring any fucking points. Yeah, I of significance. Yeah. Uh, Syracuse and Clemson. See if Syracuse is for real, but that's a big jump in competition. Um, uh, let's see. I think that's where it ends as far as really good games. Notre Dame. See, they dropped Stanford and uh, uh, UCLA and Oregon. That's a good game. Ole Miss LSU could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine nine UCLA against ten Oregon. Solid. Uh, Texas Oklahoma State could be a, a pretty good game. Yeah, uh, there, I think there's one more. Just scroll down further. Did you just say further? Further. 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 Bama, Bama, Mississippi State. That could that be could interesting. Be uh, Mike Leach's offense usually puts up pretty good points. K State and TCU. By the way, a little side note. I love Mike Leach. Have you like watched any of his interviews? That man is a fucking national treasure. He is hilarious. Uh, yeah, I think I've seen him. Yeah, yeah. I think I think who I was did call- he used to coach for? Uh, Washington State, that's... and before that, he was at Texas Tech when they were. Is that the? That's not the. I'm, I'm a man. I'm forty. No, that's Oklahoma State. I get that confused all the yeah. time. Yeah, <clears throat> he was the Michael Crabtree year, uh, and they you. upset Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that, so. So, so yeah, kind of a weak. Yeah, not not a, I mean not a horrible slate, but again, nothing like no oh my god, I got to watch it unless, you know, you're a fan of those teams. Yeah. Um but, you know, crazy shit happens, who knows, maybe Iowa gets a pick or two or a blocked punt and can keep it close. I don't think their offense is Yeah, I think they have to score on twice defense. on defense. It's possible. I mean, yeah. I they do that a lot, so at, at least once and another, like, where they get a deep turnover yeah. to where maybe Iowa can get lucky and squeak one in. Other than that, I don't I don't give them really any fucking shot. Mm. So with, uh, with Bama dropping to Tennessee, they have fallen to number six in both of the major polls. Tennessee is uh, number four in the coaches and number three in the AP. Michigan – is flip flop. They are four in the AP and three in the coaches. And then you got Ohio State two, Georgia one, Clemson five, and, and Clemson five. Ole Miss is right there. TCU, Oregon, UCLA. Yeah. This right. is a season, though. If you look at it, this is a season like you could look down that list, and the and the top twelve, you could say, are playoff caliber teams. That's why we're getting a 12 team playoff. Yeah. Like we there are arguments against it, but just looking at the teams this year and and like this is how the most parity I think that we've seen in college football in a long time. I would agree. Um Georgia's looked vulnerable, Bama lost and I mean they could have three losses right now. Yeah, Bama looks very vulnerable. Their defense is not what you're used to seeing out of Bama. Yeah. How many games have they won that have been absolute shootouts? Right. You know, and it used to be, yes, they had a good offense, but Bama Bama won all those titles from their defense just right. being unbelievable. Yeah, they, they're a Quinn Ewers injury away and a bad goal line play call away from being 
a three loss team. So yeah, um, absolutely. They should be four and three right now. Right. All right. I think yeah. that does it for college. All righty. What else you got? Anything? Um, I finished succession. Uh, well, well, caught up to it. There's going to be another season. Um, it lived up to the hype for me. It really did. Um, because of the nature of the show, don't expect every episode to be wild and crazy, but there's several, oh my God, holy fuck moments in that show. Um, seems like every season ends with one. Yeah, I definitely want to start it. So Yeah. Uh, I saw the trailer for Creed 3. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Looks. Let me uh, rephrase that. It played when I was like in bed, so I didn't really see it. But is it like his old friend comes out of prison or something? Yeah, it has a very um, Rocky Three vibe to it, like a Mister T type character, mm. with the exception of instead of just this badass from Chicago who decides he was going to fight, mm. it's it's his friend who then come to find out the only reason. He wanted to be friends with him again was so they could fight him. So it's a you were my friend, now you're my foe type thing. So uh I thought I saw this. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan's directing. Yeah, his directorial debut, and I don't believe Sly's in it at all. I I, I believe he's dead. I thought I saw that in the trailer. Doesn't he say first my mom, now Rocky? I think Rocky's dead. No, that could be. Huh. To be fair, I just I half-ass paid attention to the trailer. So what, were you playing 2K? Probably. Yeah. Um, to be fair, so was I. I was in bed, glasses off. I just was listening to it before I skipped but it, the it ad. But it looks like it might be worth a watch. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've watched any. Um, I think I really have. I've just been grinding. Yeah. Honor Society, I watched that. That was a pleasant surprise. Um. Oh, by the way, baseball playoffs are going on right now, and the Yankees won Game Five, so now it'll be Yankees and Astros in the ALCS, and the Padres and Phillies are in the NLCS. Cool. There's your There's your baseball update, Jake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? Uh, but uh, yeah, Honor Society was pretty good. It's um, NBA season kicked off last night too. Oh, right on. I'll pay attention in May when it matters. Right. Same with hockey. <laughs> Um, it's a, I don't know the kid's name from stranger things. He's the teeth. That's a dick thing to say. And I have no room to talk, but you know who I'm talking about? The one with the lisp. I think so. I I don't know if he's still, I think he had one and at least when the show started, I don't know if he still does. I haven't watched it since season one. Me neither. All right. So that kid's in it. Uh, The main character is, do you remember the girl? In Spider-Man: Far From Home, that dates Ned for the entirety of the movie. Yeah, she's the star, and she's her name's Honor, which I'm like that's a little on the nose, but her dream is to go to Harvard, and she's like in all these clubs and everything. And McLovin is her guidance counselor, and has a connection to Har like a Harvard alum. And every year she, he recommends one student to like get a recommendation. And tells her, "Oh, you're one of four. And she's like, four? Who the what the fuck four? And then she figures out like who the other three are, including Stranger Things kid. And she comes up with a diabolical plan to like distract them all so that they fuck they fuck up on the final, and then she can ace the final and go to college hmm. and go to Harvard. 
and she her plan for the Stranger Things kid is to like seduce him. And if you can kind of see where this is going, I have to admit, I thought the movie was over. And then I looked, and I'm like, wait, there's 20 minutes left. Why is there 20 minutes left in this movie? That feels pretty wrapped up. I'm like, oh, shit. That's why there's still 20 minutes left in this movie. So it's, I compare it to, I think I said that once about the movie The Way Back, the Ben Affleck movie, where it takes this trajectory of like, okay, I, I've seen this movie, movies like this before. I know where it's going. And then right at the end just kind of takes a big swerve. So, hmm. And it's like an R-rated teen comedy like it's there's some laughs that are pretty funny and some moments where i'm like holy shit i can't believe they did that so i've checked that out yeah not bad um trying to think have i watched anything else uh watch top gun again still pretty good at home um not as good in an imax theater as you can imagine um that's what i was gonna say you know what my biggest pet peeve on the planet is? May, not, let me rephrase that. Not on the planet, but one of my biggest pet peeves are when you're showing someone a movie and you look over and they're on their phone for like the entirety of it. I, that's those, part the, of the reason why I asked you that. Those of you at home can't see me, but I'm currently pointing at the wall and about 20 feet beyond that wall is a person who does that every single fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, I had a friend. And then, and then has the balls to say eh, the movie wasn't that good. Right. Or you didn't fucking watch it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or they ask questions it like, wait a minute. Me off. Yes. What's happening? Yeah. What's happening? If you watch the fucking movie, you would know. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. My f- animatedly pointing towards the fucking wall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, yeah. I had a friend like that, and she would argue with me. It's like, I'm watching it. I'm like, okay. No, then, it's it's gotten to the point now where I, I no longer will recommend things because I already know that either, A, it's not going to be watched in its entirety or it's not going to be watched closely enough to understand, or I'm going to have to like point, like, hey, you got to pay attention. You got to yeah. pay attention. Yeah. No, I gave up on that. Yeah. So now when she asked, I was like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so very 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 frustrating because yeah. i don't do that like if someone's like hey let's watch this movie it's a movie i love okay flip my phone over put it in my pocket whatever i'm watching the fucking movie unfortunately i paid for it because i had to watch rent and fucking what was that other shit movie my ex made me watch sucker punch have you seen that piece of shit <laughs> no it's a Zack snyder movie it's dog shit yeah it's fucking horrible. i think i i think at one point you did talk about that here Ugh. but uh anyway but at least I have the respect to watch said picture. All right. Anyway, so there you go. That's why I won't watch anything that you suggest while you're here. So. What? What do you mean? <laughs> so that I don't d- get distracted and then you yell at me for not paying attention to your... Anyway. Um Oh, Black Adam comes out this weekend. Do you have yeah. any interest? Uh, yeah, I definitely want to see it. Okay. I, I, I want to see how, you know, me being, like I've said multiple times, growing up, I was a DC guy all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, So, yeah, I'm interested to see how they handled the, the, the with the JLA, Justice, or JSA, Justice Society of America. Um, and the 
the cat is pretty much out of the bag, at least from the Twitter things that I've seen. I believe that the big reveal is that Henry Cavill is in it as mm. Superman at the end to potentially set up maybe a new reset. Spoiler the... alert. Again, it's not what? It's not a huge secret if you hadn't just given up social media, so and I don't even know that that's fact. I just from what I've read, articles, snippets or whatever, I don't know if it's he's in it or if he's a post credit type thing. But the yeah. the the heavy rumor <laughs> is that he returns as Superman somewhere in the movie that potentially may set up something else, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense because Black Adam is actually Shazam's fucking arch enemy. So, I don't Shaz- know. Same universe. They've already established yeah. Superman's in that universe. Agreed, but again, why would you set up something with Superman when they've already got the Shazam movies going? In fact, he's got one coming out. Yeah. So, I don't... So, Shazam can fucking save Superman. Possible. <laughs> I gotta imagine there's maybe a, a rock cameo in the Shazam movie. That makes sense. Towards the end. Who knows? Anyway. I just, again... I beat this dead horse but i hope they fix and reset the dc universe and do something with it because they've just got there's a lot of fucking good characters they can do a lot of good things with and good stories despite the fact that ezra miller is apparently a fucking nut job i still have high hopes for the the flash movie with michael keaton and ben affleck and all that so yeah the reviews I saw are pretty about fifty eh. fifty. Yeah, which isn't encouraging. No, um, but I got won't won't not not good enough to get me to go to the theater. I got to be honest. No, I probably won't either. I'll, I'll probably catch it when it when it streams. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like I, I will at the very least give it a, a shot. I tend to be um a little easier on those movies than the average person just because I am a DC fanboy. So right. we'll see. Um, New Cod's not out yet, is it? Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Tomorrow the campaign uh, drops for pre-order people. Oh. So if you pre-order the game, you can actually get on and play the campaign, and then I think next week will be the official drop of all of it and then Warzone I think is supposed to drop sometime in January. Okay. So I um I saw a trailer for that and I got to admit man it took me 5 seconds before I realized oh that's not video. That's Yeah. I played the beta and it, it looks amazing. The mechanics <clears throat> not bad but different. Not completely different. But just different enough that you're like, I don't know yet. Got to get used to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks amazing. And so my dilemma is the campaign, because I went ahead and pre-ordered it. The campaign drops tomorrow. So I literally have to beat the campaign in one day because on Friday, NBA 2K Season 2 kicks off. So you know how that goes. Got to gotta get the grind on. All right. So, all right, I think that's going to wrap it up. Yep. All right, well, we will be back some point next week, maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday. We'll see how the schedules uh, hash out and 
We'll talk all things NFL and NCAA and whatever the fuck else happens over the course of the next week. So that's going to wrap us up. I am D's. He is Dylan. See ya. Ooh.